This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. My guest is Shang Wang, a very funny comedian and an interesting guy to talk to. Let me do some quick tour dates here. Thursday, this Thursday, March 5th, I'll be in Columbus, Ohio at Woodlands Tavern. The weekend, I'll be in at, Co- at Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. March 9th, this Sunday, I'll be in South Bend at Drop Comedy Club. Later on, I have Asheville, Durham, Wilmington, North Carolina, New Brunswick, Annapolis, Richmond, Hattiesburg, Birmingham, Athens, Georgia, Portland, Maine, Providence, Hamden, Austin, Texas, Bethlehem, PA, Winnipeg, Evanston, Illinois, and Illinois, Illinois, and Honolulu. Yeah, that should be fun, right? And there's going to be another Hawaiian date added and other stuff. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Todd Barry. Check out my Crowdwork special at lewisck.net. Uh, check out feralaudio.com. They produce this podcast and a lot of podcasts. And here is Shang Wang. Oh my God, you opened your kombucha the minute I pushed play or record. Blast off. I like when my guests show up with their own drinks. It saves the whole awkward, do you want some water kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I was going to offer to bring you a drink, but these are very pricey. <laughs> these are four bucks a pop, man. It's better to not tell me what you thought of doing it, but chose not to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's the polite thing? Well, it's just... the intention that counts, right? I gave it a thought. What kind of... What, I don't know. I mean, I have the kombucha once in a while. This is a kombucha. Multi-green. This is, oh, is multi-green. This is a nasty one. It tastes... Uh, I mean, they're all kind of nasty, but this one has a slight green flavor to it. Oh. Now, he also came in, you yes. the first guest on the Todd Berry podcast, who asked if he could put something in my refrigerator. Yeah. My home studio has a refrigerator. <laughs> it was a huge thing of kale. Huge thing of kale. Um, I I go through... Yeah, you owe me an explanation about that. I... I you know, I'm a I'm a man of extremes in a way. So sometimes I, I I'll get a big tub of kale. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll buy a sack of weed. Sometimes I'll buy a bottle of whiskey. It's really? just yeah, I just I go through a sack my, of weed? Yeah, you what know. What is that? Marijuana. I know what weed is, but I mean <laughs> but what is a sack? Like, just a serving. A kilo like a, or something? No, like a you know, like a single serving, like an eighth or something. Under an ounce, something you can carry around legally in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought when you said extreme, I thought it was like a, a bale or something. Oh no! I mean, I just I just go through different kinds of life living. I live different kinds of lifestyles. So sometimes I'm, uh, you know, I, I live incredibly sober and happy and meditative and present. And the other times I'm just like, I think I'm smoking too much weed. I should stop. And then instead, I just smoke more weed. I didn't know you were a pothead. I, I go through my things. Sometimes I'm a pothead. Yeah. And now you're a kale head. I'm phasing into kale right now. Do you think you're going to eat all that kale? I'm going to I'm going to juice it. I'm going to juice Ugh. it. Baby kale, it's not that bad. It's very mild. 
Anytime I go to the juice places, I just like anything that sounds like it should be in a salad. I don't get in my juice. But that's the that's the, I'm sure not the first. That's the magic of juice. <laughs> you don't have to chew or eat it in a salad. You could just drink it, down it real quick, and then go eat a burger. So is it, would you do that in the same? I thing? would do. That. Do you do that? Like have the juice? Like right, I had my. That's because I do that. I go have a salad for lunch. I can. Yeah, you, it's, it's like a free pass. I'll start, especially if I'm on the road, I'll bring like a small, in, in like one serving blender. And <laughs> I'll just buy like a tub of kale like that at the gross, local grocery store, put that in the fridge. And every morning I'll start with one glass of juice. You travel with a blender? A tiny blender. It's a oh single, it's like God. a, you know, like a bullet kind of thing. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, it's great. It's like twenty bucks. You should you should look into it. Are you one of those wanna... people who brings your own coffee maker on the road? No, no, no. I don't. I, I, I'm no. I don't really drink that much coffee. Why not? That should be one of your extremes. I I, I would love to. Um, that is, see, the, 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 this is all contradictory. Um, I I love drinking coffee. I like the fun aspect of it. Uh, but I don't drink coffee because it. it I think it has a pretty um, strong coral, uh, effect on my blood pressure. I have high blood pressure. You do? Should you have I, hypertension? Yeah. Slight. Should, should I not drink any coffee or can I have one cup a day? I, I don't know. See, some people, there's studies that show that coffee, after you, if you, after you drink a certain amount of coffee, like regularly per day for uh -huh. over a period of time, it doesn't really seem to affect your blood pressure oh, that okay. much anymore. And there seems to be some benefit, actually. It's all dependent. It all depends on what you want to read and what you want to believe. Because I was talking to someone the other day who was quoting a friend of theirs who's a doctor who said that hypertension, that's... That's a genetics thing, and there's it's you a can lot eat of better, you can exercise, but it is what it is. Yeah, you got it. My dad has high blood pressure. It just sucks because it's like you don't you don't feel you don't feel it's, it's happening. So you, you, there's no symptoms. So right. You gotta just. Like, I don't even know what 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 the downside to high blood pressure is. The downside is heart disease, stroke, heart oh attack, all those bad oh things that God. could happen inside your body. Oh, I guess I could have guessed a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> or all of those. Oh, that's so it's horrible to think about. You have you have pre-hypertension? It's it's slightly I would say it's slightly high. Yeah. Um Do you know what it is? Oh god. I don't want to get into my numbers. Okay. This is already way more personal than I've ever got. <laughs> That's how I like it. <laughs> you like your podcast edgy, personal. Have you done a lot of podcasts? No, not a lot. I, I'm, I've been avoiding a lot of them. But no, I, I, I started out avoiding doing them because I was like intimidated by the whole thing. But now I'm just trying to like get just get used to it. Yeah, they're you know? easy. It's better they're than morning that. radio, right? Yeah, and I like the speed. I like your... Your your you know yeah your your rhythm your your speed your pace is like more from more closely aligned to how I live and exist as opposed to morning radio right well it's gonna get hyper in a bit <laughs> and then I'm gonna make you do your act I'm make you do I'm gonna give you setup questions and awesome so you have the kale and then you you really you hammered it home with the multigrain kombucha yeah. Now, what is what this is, is all a front, Todd? What is kombucha supposed I to do? I smoked weed before I came here. Did you really? Uh, earlier today, I smoked. I went. To, I did an audition, then I went to the gym. Oh wow, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, let's talk about the audition. Okay, what was it for? Some drug. I think it was like an industrial. It's like a. It's not. It's not a lucrative uh, opportunity, but it was just something that I could get practice. You know, practice auditioning, and then ideally practice in a shooting environment. Um. So like a an in house kind of industrial film. Yeah, for some kind of drug. For, for, for uh, pharmaceutical. F 
synthesizer or something. Yeah. Um, what did you play? It was a very quick, you know, those things. They're they're not. Right. They don't. It's like me and like three other people. We like pretend that we just walked out of a movie and we have to like act like we we're good friends for a couple of seconds and that's it. Ah. Very vague and harmless. That should be a slam dunk. You're in. I killed it. I killed it. <laughs> I like pretending. An agent to be got friends. you that. Was that an agent got you that? Yeah, it was a uh, through my agent, a commercial agent. Do you um have you done commercials? I've only auditioned for commercials. I've done one industrial, which is, you know, I don't know if you know what that is. It's just... I fucking know what it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if people are listening know what that is. Oh, that's... Oh, you're condescending to everyone. Sorry. My fans, my <laughs> listeners, me. Oh, my it's God. It's a boring thing. I know. It's something that I don't want to ever do it? again. I don't really know. It's like a commercial... It's like a video. It's like a instructional video. They show in-house, right? Yeah, it's for... Um, my the thing I did was weird. It was the one the one role I ever landed was uh I had to play a cancer patient. Ooh. Yeah. So I just received news of my diagnosis and I'm supposed to like talk to a doctor about my options at this point. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know how I got it. I you, guess I'm just like serious. Why did you get like hundred and seventy five dollars for that or something? Yeah, I got a it was you it was not worth me. it. It was you don't have to yeah, tell it me. was it was not it was only a few hundred bucks. So you went to the gym, and then I went to the gym. What do you do at the gym? Where's your is your gym I'm right here? I, I'm, Don't uh, reveal where I I'm. I'm not going to reveal your in this location neighbor? in the in your in your neighborhood. This neighborhood? Yeah, <laughs> nearby. Uh, did I ask you where? I may have asked you where your gym was, and then backed off the question. Yeah, it doesn't matter where your gym is. It's the listeners not far don't from give here. a shit where your your gym. They don't even care about the gym. No, but we're going to talk about sure. what do you do there? I usually take a a, a group exercise class. Yeah. So I don't I don't like to venture out by myself. I like to be with the pack. Which one do you take? Um, today I took Body Combat <laughs> Express. So Express. Thirty minutes, and then this other thing called Plyo. This is all part of Twenty Four Hour Fitness's like curriculum. But so it was like two thirty minute sessions, basically just like moving your body around, a little bit of weights. Just I just like I just like being told what to do for an hour, and then I'm done. I don't like to like. So you force took one myself. class, and you said I'm going to take another class. Well, they're they're generally one hour long, so when they, sometimes they'll have two thirty minute classes back to back, and then I, I'll just do that. Yeah, that fir- after that first one, when that's done, that's your that's your cue to leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's your like, hey, I did an exercise class. Well, I showed up late after the audition too, so Ooh. you know, I got I had a, I, it feels. I like to I like to work. I don't know, get my full workout, and then I I started going. I'm I'm a big fan of the steam room now. Yeah, yeah, the steam room, not the sauna. No, it's a wet. It's a wet room. That's a steam room. Yeah, it's a yeah. steam room. Um, and just, just I don't know. They say it's healthy, but I think that's also mixed reviews on that. It's just relaxing. It just feels. Do good. you shower there? I shower there, Ugh. but I wear sandals. <laughs> you exercise with sandals, or you wear them in the shower? I I, I wear regular sneakers to exercise, and then oh I, 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 brought, so I bring so I bring so much. I'm just so much baggage. Oh. do you check a bag when you fly? No. No. I do sometimes. If I go away for like six or more days, I use my bigger bag. Really? And then uh, I kind of like checking a bag. Why? Well, I don't. I do and I don't. I like checking a bag because once you check the bag, you just have your little backpack. True. And it's like you never, it doesn't matter when you get on the plane. You don't have to worry about that overhead shit. Right. Now there's there's an urgency. There is. it is nice when you don't check a bag and you just like run off the plane. Yeah. Into whatever shitty thing you're going to do next with your life. Yeah. 
<laughs> so how often do you work out? I try to do it twice a week. If um twice a week. If I'm, you know, that doesn't even count. I mean, you know, then I mix up with just I work a lot of walking. <laughs> yeah, I know. They say, I don't from what everything I've heard, walking is like the best overall thing you can do. Oh, well, that's great cuz that's that's well, when it's not snowing and I a complete know. tundra outside, I just love walking. 12, it's like 12 degrees now. It feels like it feels like 8 or whatever. I can barely walk to the bank to deposit the five residual checks I got in the mail. <laughs> now, I got a residual check recently. Two center. It was about seventeen cents. Yeah, yeah. It's all money, though, right? <laughs> and now that they have those uh, ATMs where you can just stick a check in there, you right. have the humiliation of like, oh, dealing oh, with depositing a... three cents into my account. I like talking to people, though. Do you? Yeah. I like interacting with. Um, I mean, I don't care about the. You know, you mix it up with some other checks. You know, a couple hundred dollar checks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you a caller? Do you call people? Um, yeah, I like to call people. I do. I mean, you mean as opposed to texting? Yeah. Yeah. So you're still a caller. I still call, but I, I, I you know, I'm a man. I'm, I can do, I can text too. I got many tricks. You're like the most versatile guest I've ever had. <laughs> you're a, uh, like I got a, a lot of depth a to drunk me, and a pothead who also goes to the gym. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, I a, know you're not a drunk. I'm a big fat onion. I'm kind of a drunk too. Are I've you? been, I've been. Like, what are you talking about? You know, just like drinking too much. Like so, how many? You know, doing shows, like drinking every time you do a show. That's way too much. I'm cut, I, you know, I... I, I well, it I, would like depend. Said, if you had one drink after every show, it wouldn't be a bad thing. True. But if you do like four shows a night... Oh, oh you're talking about after night. each show. Or I, I like to drink, you know, when I'm drinking, I like to drink like before, during, after. So you you drink before you go on stage? I I go back and forth on that too, um, but yeah, sometimes I do. Because I did a show recently where I played drums, and then I did stand up. That's awesome. And because I get real extra nervous playing the drums, like a half a glass of wine helps me, right? Sort of loosen up. Yeah. So I did that, but then I had to do the stand up set, and it's just with half a glass of wine, and I was like, oh man, this I'm really riding the edge here. Really? Yeah, it was not. I mean, I did well, but it was definitely like I'm severely impaired impaired by this. <laughs> but the drum didn't playing the drums get you like amped up? Yeah, I was a little amped so up. You, too. you got some. Yeah, I was yeah. amped and and half a one half a glass of wine drunk. Right. Oh my god! So, what's your drink? Whiskey? Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, whiskey and then IPAs, hoppy <laughs> bitter beer, like heavy strong beers. Really? Yeah. Man. You're a yeah. different kind of guy. You're different than I thought you were. And then water you and kombucha. Yeah, well, well, club soda. <laughs> what kind of water wine? do you drink? No. <laughs> now we've talked about food, kind. you and I, before. Yeah. Now I'm sure everyone's pointed this out. There's a restaurant called Shang Wang. Right. Is There's that, a noodle shop. Is that wrong for me to bring up? No. Why That's is my it? Name. Why? <laughs> it's the restaurant's name. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. I think it's just Chinese. There's so many homonyms. That, uh, you know, Wang is like the Smith of Chinese. It's uh, like the most common last really? name. And it just means, it, it, it's, it's a real word. It means king. Oh, okay. So. What does Shang mean? Shang, I think in Chinese. Maybe like, it means food. And then it's like food king. Food oh, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> it means something awesome. Something like glorious victory. You know. Victory. This is a positive word. Yeah, because we've talked about uh, food. Yeah, when did we talk about food at the at the at comedy, the comedy club? cellar? Yeah, 
at the comedy club. I love it. We're keeping it generic. Well, well, we, we, at the we comedy wanted, club. I didn't want to disclo- disclose your location. I didn't want to tell people where you work. People know where I'm. <laughs> I'm pretty accessible. If you need to kill me or anything, it's not going to be that much difficult. Day. Uh, you told me about a pork chop restaurant. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Have you, you haven't been? Have you? No. What was that Taiwanese one? Right? It's called. It used to be called Taiwan Pork Chop House. They have since changed the name to. No, no, it used to be called Excellent Pork Chop House. They changed it to <laughs> Taiwan Pork Chop House. I think because, um, partly maybe because there's not that many Taiwanese it's restaurants. A little less desperate. It's yeah. It's like, is this place, what, they, why are they telling me it's excellent? <laughs> but I, I love the name Excellent Pork yeah, Chop that's House. Yeah, I think it's There's great. something very Chinese about that, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, the names of places in Chinatown are funny. You know, they like to boast. I lived in an apartment down there once. Yeah, I lived in there. I live in Chinatown. Oh, you live in Chinatown. Yeah. That's right. Um, I won't ask you what street, but so you live right in the heart of it. Yeah, I live right by where everything's happening, right by the big dim sum place, Jingfong. Really? Yeah. Dim sum, I always, I don't know, people will want to go out for dim sum occasionally, and I just like, it tastes good, but it's too much, I don't know. What do you mean? It's too just much too what? much like we're going to a banquet. It's a As thing? opposed to like a few friends are going out to dinner. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an event. It's, it's a fun. production. Um, but... And I always have to ask, what is this you're about to dump on my plate? Right. I say it nicer than that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't go, hey, yo, what's this dump on my plate? Well, yeah. Why, I, I, it's it's usually pork. Just assume it's pork. Yeah. Yeah. So the pork chop, it's just a pork chop and some rice? It's pork chop over oh. a bed of rice. Oh, my God. With, like, sauteed vegetables and, like, uh, some pickled mustard greens that are sort of sweet and, like, a little pork gravy oh man yeah so i mean see but that's that's hot that's bad for your blood pressure right the high sodium and perhaps yeah if there's if there's if there's a lot of sauce it could get very uh salty but it i don't know if salt salt is the thing that really affects my blood see everybody has a different thing like i think black people also who have blood pressure tend to be uh it tends to be a salt issue for some reason Uh uh-huh but for me, I've cut back on salt a lot, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't seem to affect. It Do you so check much. your own blood pressure? I have a little monitor at home. Do you have the wrist a one? Cuff. No, for the for the arm. I think the cuff one's better, right? Yeah, because I have the wrist one just because it's so compact it's kind of, and yeah. beautiful. It yeah, really solid Amazon ratings. Right. But I think the cuff might be better, right? It's probably a little more. I accurate. never know. Like when I go to the doctor and they check it, it's like. Is it a little raised because I'm at the doctor and I'm a little freaked out? Yeah. Because they say there's something to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's a thing. God. That's a thing. But has your doctor it. said anything about yours? Well, I take a little medication. Oh, okay. See, my doctor, well, I don't know. The one doctor I saw, I was convinced I have high blood pressure, or like at least pre-hypertension. Uh-huh. But, you know, the thing is, you're, 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 it fluctuates. So I went in, I usually get my checkups in the morning. You know, when I go to the, the, the doctor's office and I, I was trying to tell them, like, it really, because I have my own machine. I was like, it gets really high in the afternoon and I don't know if that means, you know, I have high blood pressure or what, you know. And then he was like, just make, just come and get your checkups in the morning. And I'm like, that's kind of, that's a silly way to do it. You know, he's trying to, he's trying to, re- uh, you know, he's comfort to, like, me. Little, little, he's doing a little, like, uh, what do you call it, like. Loophole or something. Yeah. Hey, we'll get in the morning when it's low. That way you'll never have to you know never... that it gets <laughs> crazy high in the afternoon. Yeah. And you can just think about the mornings and then you walk around with the dangerous thing that you should be treating. Yeah. So you don't you take anything? Know. You won't know when you have a heart, heart attack. Well, the funny thing is, so 
I I went over this over and over with that doctor, and he was like, I guess he had a lot of other patients lined up, uh-huh. and then, so finally he was like, fine. You want to take medication? Here's a, here's a prescri- he just wrote me a prescription, and I was like, no, I don't want a prescription. I want you to understand the situation. And then he got, and then I left. I was like, okay, this sounds is like not, a shit doctor. I think it was a bad really, doctor experience. Doctors are, I have, yeah, I've had mixed feelings about the doctors I've had. You always feel like they're just always in a little rush. Yeah. They're always like halfway. I want a doctor where you go in there, he sits down with you, and he's like, hey, so tell me what's on your mind. And yeah. you talk for an hour and a half. Yeah. I mean, I think. Until all your questions are answered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hate yeah. the whole wait. I, like, what did the celebrities go to a doctor? Right. Where does, like, Seinfeld, he doesn't go sit in a doctor's no. office, does he? No, no, no. I should text him about that. You should. But um, let me know. But like how do rich rich people, they they get all house calls? I wonder. I don't know. I think there's these new, uh, what do they call it? Prestige doctors or boutique doctors. Oh, yeah. Where they don't take insurance. You pay them this crazy fee. Okay. But they'll spend like seven hours with you. All right. They'll just be your friend, go out to lunch. Yeah, I think it's expensive though. And they don't take insurance. I want that money. So... so he gave you a, he or she gave you a- uh, A prescription and that I never used. Why? Because I was like, this is not how we're supposed to do medicine. You got oh, you want like a discussion. About I want a discussion. You don't want to be like, I begrudgingly gave you a prescription. Exactly. That's so weird. You know? It's like, I don't know. I guess I could have hit him up for other kinds of drugs. I took at one that, point. that uh, made me cough like crazy. That was a side effect. Really? Like coughs where I was like, is it? They're almost painful. They were just so, you felt like you were out of control. Oh my gosh. And then they switched me. I had a cough for like weeks. Yeah, that's not going to, that's not going to work with your job. It's not going to work. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I would have these, like, it's like a monster inside of me. Right. I'll be deleting all this. No, I won't. Uh, so you started comedy in San Francisco? Yeah. I didn't, how come I didn't know that? How come I never, well, that's, I don't live in San Francisco. Yeah, no, I started in San Francisco. You, 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 I've seen you there a few times when I was like starting out. I would watch your shows. Did you do the Purple Onion before? Yeah, once. Okay. So I saw you at the punchline in the Purple, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Purple. The Perp. Is that what they called it? The Purple? I don't know. That's what I call it. It's changed now. It's something yeah, else. Yeah, it's, it's called Doc's Lab. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice little room. I haven't been back. Why? How long were you in San Francisco? I did comedy there for about five, no, I think five, six years. And then, wait, was it that? I think four or five years. And then I moved to L.A. for a brief amount of time, and then I moved to New York. How long did you live in L.A.? I was there for two years, but I was constantly um, not there. Why? I was constantly traveling. At the On the time. road? I, I got a bunch of college gigs at that point in my career. Oh, you uh... And also... Um, I just wasn't invested in LA. I was crashing at my cousin's place way outside the city. And then I, I didn't want to hang out there that much. So whenever I had a chance to do it, to go on the, on the road, I would extend my stay somewhere and go visit New York or go visit San Francisco or go home to Houston and just see family and friends. You're from Houston? Yep. I was just in Houston. Yeah. Would you, where were you? There's a festival there. Oh yeah. With Gabe. Yeah. You didn't, uh, you didn't go to that festival? No, they didn't invite me. You're a hometown hero though. I know. But you didn't do comedy there. No, but I, I go back in the holidays and, you know, I get a little, uh, like, a, like a nice reception from people there. Where do you perform there? Um, I started working at the Joke Joint recently. In Houston? Yeah. I never heard of that. I don't, I've heard of it Joke, there's be, a few of them, right? Well, it used to be called, there's, there's a, yeah, there's a Joke Joint in Minnesota. That put place, that particular club in Houston used to be called the Showcase, the Comedy Showcase. And that had been there for years. 
but it was kind of a B room and uh-huh. a lot of headliners I've never heard of. They just constantly wrote. What was dogs. that really good room in uh, Comedy Spot? The Comedy Stop. A stop, and then there's someone named the Comedy Spot, right? Then there was another confusion, club right? called the Comedy Spot. Yeah, I think they're both gone. Yeah, but the Comedy Stop was a legendary. That was like a good a club. Yeah, legendary spot, a legendary stop. Yeah, and then they that someone that was that's a pretty cutthroat move. To, when there's a comedy stop, they go, oh, call me on the comedy spot. Yeah. But I think that came later, like when it was already kind of on the de- decline. Hey, business is business, right? Yeah. Right? You stole a re- you, your name from a restaurant? What, what restaurant? Shanghai. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, my Sorry. God. I thought oh, I offended gosh. you for a second when you gave me that blank stare. You just I forgot. Thought, man. Oh, a terrible joke I just made. I, 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 I didn't catch it. Sorry, That's okay. God. It's me. I blame myself for that <laughs> shit joke. The... Uh, so you go back to Houston and then like all your friends show up and shit? I go on the hol- during the holidays. So you, do your your family lives down there? My family lives down there. Um, I got a lot of cousins, a lot of aunts, uncles. There's a good bar down there that I discovered. Which which bar? I think it's called Neil's. It's like a nerd bar. Neil's. 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 Like the name Neil? Uh-huh. Just like, it's sort of like nerds go there. What'd you do there? I went there and I signed no, autographs. No, oh, I... <laughs> I went there and it was like near, it was real close to uh, some, the, where the festival was. Okay. But it was, yeah, it's a fun place. Did they have it? What makes, what makes it a nerd bar? They sort of have like comic booky theme stuff. Oh, okay. But, which I'm not, that's not really my thing, but yeah. if it's, I'll take that over a bunch of, you know, meatheads. Right. No sports. Yeah. You a sports guy? No. Did you? I watched the Super Bowl. I watched. That was the one football game I watched this whole year or last whatever. That it was season. pretty fun watching. It. it was fun. It was a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's just an excuse to get together and not worry about whatever things I'm supposed to be thinking about, like doing podcasts. Do you? Uh, do you have a roommate? I do. Do I know your roommate? No, he's not a he's not a comic. Who's your roommate? He's a friend of a friend. He's an aspiring writer. Slash alcoholic. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want that on this podcast? It's fine. Okay. I mean, it's not. All right. We won't know. talk about that person. No, it's cool. He's just a friend. I mean. Oh, he's a friend of yours. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we're not like besties. Like we, I, I purposely, you know, wanted a roommate that wasn't like already like a good friend of mine because I uh, didn't want to compromise that friendship for whatever. And also, you don't want to have the pressure of have to talk to your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like just want to be like, hey, how you doing? Exactly. We have a nice understanding of like, there's no pressure to hang out. The understanding we don't like each other, but it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. We pay the rent pay the together. Rent. And you got a two-bedroom? Yeah. A lot of separation? A lot. I mean, we share a wall, but it's a pretty solid wall. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's a, he's a daytime job person. I, I work at night, so we rarely, we pass, we catch each other passing, but very rarely. How do you divide up the chores? Um, my girlfriend does most of them. Seriously? (laughs) Sort of. No, I mean, I, 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 I do a lot of the chores with my girlfriend. We don't do a lot of chores. Why does she do any chores at your She lives there too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought, okay. Yeah. It would have been a more, it would have been spicier if I kind of like, if you were like, no, I just make her do chores and then I laid into you. Yeah, her yeah, yeah, sexist. yeah. She just comes but over. But she's a roommate as well. Yeah, she kind of moved in last year. Does she pay part of the rent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she lives with you. You live with your girlfriend. Basically, it was kind of, it wasn't planned that way, you know, but I guess I should have. It's the way the Lord intended. Come. Yeah. 
What does she do? She's a writer, but not like a comedy writer. I mean, she's she's a funny lady, but she she's, right now she's doing like this technical writing job that she's trying to get out of really badly. Yeah. But um, yeah, she basically I I'll send her some tweets, and she'll she'll say if they're funny or not, and she'll edit grammar for me. She proofreads your. She proofreads. She copy edits your tweets. Copywriter. Oh my god. My editor, my my tweet I feel like editor. Someone should save this poor woman. <laughs> she sounds like she's in a horrible relationship. Now, how long have you been with her? A chunk of time, four years. Oh my god! Yeah. Do you bring her on the road? If it's a fun location, sometimes I'll take her with me. All locations are fun. Yeah, you know, we went to. It's well, we we went we went to uh, what do we do? Traverse City. That, that winter festival last oh, year. Oh yeah, I was just there a couple of weeks ago. I did it last year. Oh yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, it's not a beautiful. It's 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 an incredibly cold and snowy place, but it's it's got yeah. it looks pretty. It's a cool little place for a festival. But it it was so it was when I went, it was even colder. Like people were like, it never gets this cold. Really, it was like world record tw- coldest in twenty years cold. Right. So it was just like, well, there's that coffee shop over there. Yeah. Go there for two hours and uh, find a restaurant, and that's it. Yeah, you know, not a lot of poking around. Yeah, we went. We we got. To, did, you, did you have a handler? A handler? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're very hands on. Those handlers. They are. So he took us around. Yeah. We went for a little drive in his uh, SUV. But it, it was, I mean, I, they, they they take care of you very well. Do you like going on the road? I do, especially in the wintertime when it's nasty here. I know. I, I should. Uh... I keep saying, like every time I go, why don't I just, why don't I just book myself in the South or L.A. or basically anywhere, anywhere the else. whole winter? Yeah, no, that's 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 that should be the priority. That's a good strategy. Oh, God, you should do so that time. F- do, you, do you get affected by the uh, the cold lately? I think lately. it's put me in a foul state. I hear you. I hear you. It's there's, you know. There's days where I'm scrambling to get out of bed before my girlfriend comes home from work. You mean like in a, the afternoon? Seriously? I mean, not that I've been in bed all day, but not that I haven't been like, not, and then I'm not sleeping, but I'm just like lying around doing my work in my bed instead of like at my desk. I never do that. Really? Like I almost don't even read in bed. Oh, I spend a lot. I got a lot of bedtime. They say, I don't know if there's any truth to it, What they're supposed to only use your bed for sleeping sleeping and sexuality. Yeah. I mean, I use it for all those things. It's multi-purpose for me. But maybe that's if you're uh, an insomniac. Yeah. I mean, if you have a hand, if this is the way you operate and you sleep fine. Oh, I sleep fine. You got a good mattress? It's a pretty good mattress. It's uh, (laughs) I'm kind of in the market for one. Are you? I get obsessed. Dude. When I have to buy like a big purchase, I don't, I freak out. Todd, this is so funny. Oh, you got something? We got to, we got to do mattress talk now. <laughs> okay. <If> um, you, <laughs> you might want to shut this off at this point. Oh God, this podcast. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. I, I totally feel you. That that was my, the, when I bought my mattress, it was the biggest purchase I've ever made in my life up to that point. Yeah. And I think it still is. Um, I went to, I went to, I went to a couple of the, you know, what is it? Sleep train or sleep uh sleepies sleepies yeah. sleepies the, the the chain yeah they're such sleazy people there's a little bit of a vibe i got there of Ugh. like the hey let me talk to my boss maybe we can make a deal for you it's and gross kind of like when that kind of thing it's like just i just want to buy a mattress yeah yeah but i mean the woman was very nice who worked there to be fair but 
but they all have a script. You know, yeah. they start off with how much you want to spend. You know, they they're really trying to. I know. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't. I, I had a bad experience there, and then so I finally I was like, I'll just go to Macy's. I kind of like buying a bed at Macy's. Yeah, they're like sort. It's very old fashioned. Like exactly. I'm a mattress salesman, but they're they last two times I've been there just scouting. Yeah. They're pretty low key. What were we gonna say? They're, yeah, so exactly. There. They're more hands off. Yeah, they're not as pushy. I went there. Oh my god, this is I'm so crazy. I went there when I bought my mattress. I spent about seven hours at Macy's. Did you really? I was so obsessively like just comparing and trying. You know, it's so yeah. hard. I think you have a joke about this. Trying to figure out if this is the right one in the store. Right? Do I do a joke? About I them? think you have a joke about how you're trying to, like, you know, you're trying to like create the sense of you're sleeping at home, but yeah, you're in a this public is, room. Or that's not my joke, but okay. I'd love to know who does it because I thought you'd said okay. No. Well, anyway, so I'm doing that. I'm I'm at Macy's, lying on all the mattresses. I'm talking to the sales guy. I'm getting all the information. I'm finding out all the the different ways I can save money if I open up a credit card. If I come back on a sales day. And you know, I narrowed down to a couple, and I'm I'm so by the time I'm, I'm 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 nearing my you know my finalizing my choice, I got so much information. I'm 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 like helping other customers. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's not good for a back sleeper. You don't want to. I see yeah. you sleep on your back. You don't want that much. It's too yeah. uh, it's too soft. Basically, I was telling other people how to you know how to shop and what did what, you what uh, needed to know. Are you a side sleeper? Um. I go. I I I'll mix it up. Yeah, I'll mix it up. I'll do. I I I try to sleep on my back just to be as neutral as possible. They say that's the best way to sleep. I've heard, but I, I think it's the most just neutral position for your body. It's not nothing's twisted up. But it it feels weird, lying. I just it doesn't feel like you're going to sleep. How do you sleep for the night on your back? I don't know. It's yeah, like being on a plane sleep. It works sometimes. Ugh. Sometimes it works. So what did you end up with? I got a pretty. Well, that's the thing. I oh, I, I, I went with a what's you call it? A Fo Stephen Fosters. I think Fos Foster Fern Stevens. Stearns and Fosters. Stearns and Fosters. Yeah, it's a pretty high end whatever. Yeah, but it wasn't the highest end in that. You know, um, it was a it was a it was supposed to be a a, a firm with the with the with the pillow top. Oh, the pillow top. But it was it's very soft. It's supposed to be firm with the pillow top, but the whole thing is quite soft. Too soft? It's a little bit too soft. What are you gonna do? After, I don't, after I mean, you should have spent nine hours instead of seven. I hours. know. I messed up. I, I I cut I cut corners. Yeah. <laughs> last time I went on a, on a, mat, a mattress round, I kind of like you lie down like I have my coat on still, and you're I got my hat on. It's like it's not. I have no idea. It feels like a bed. It's fine. Yeah, I'm sure I'd be fine with it, but. It's so distant. You're just looking for that. Oh yeah, yeah. You it's need to get so down to your boxers. Man. Yeah, they say you're supposed to. Uh, I keep going. They, they say you're supposed to like lie in it. I just read some blog where they go, lie in the bed for at least 15 minutes. Okay, that you're checking out on your back or however position, wherever you position. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? What's your sleep style? I'm a. I'm a hey, personal question. I'm a side <laughs> sleeper. I think. Now, when you're on the side, though, yeah. like, is your hip? Is your hip perpendicular to the bed? Perpendicular to like, are you only on your side, or are you kind of falling over? Uh, like, are, is, it, is it almost belly and side? It's kind of like 
curled up fetal position. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess so I'm truly on my side. side. Yeah, yeah, that's very much on your side. I I like to, I do this thing where I'm on my side, but I my, my whole body kind of flops over, so I'm almost on my belly too, and my 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 one leg is stretched out straight, and the other one is bent up like I'm about to knee somebody in the belly. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? It's a it's a very dramatic position where my I'm doing like a really strong like a like a Thai boxing knee kick, <laughs> but I'm sleeping very. That's like my favorite position. But Listen. I think it's my my body is pretty twerked. Yeah, that's why I, I try to mix it up with the back. I think Stearns and Foster is the best mattress for that. <laughs> from my research. So did you get the did you get a box spring also or just the mattress? No, I just got the mattress and then a platform. Um. Yeah, I got a little uh. What you call what's the, what the 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 bed frame? Yeah, yeah. But don't you need some sort of like a with when you have like that low rent bed frame like I have? Low what? Like the low rent on wheels bed frame. Oh, don't you need like a little uh, box spring? I, I don't think no, not right. not the one right, I this got. Is getting, this is not getting yeah, fun anymore. This, this was is, fun for a while. This this is, when did it stop? I don't. <laughs> like you could argue it never was fun. <laughs> I mean, and I blame myself as much as anyone else. I'm sorry, Todd. But there's all sorts of like uh, hip mattress companies out there now. Oh, like organic? Yeah. Sustainable? And there's, there's like one that I, I'm not going to mention the name, but I was thinking about getting where they, they just make one kind of mattress. Like, what do you mean? Like they say, this is, the, this this is, is how you're supposed to This sleep. is a sweet spot. Most people will enjoy this mattress. It's mm. not like, it's, it's like a, a low, not a lowest common denominator. It crosses over. Do you know what I'm saying? They make one model. Okay. Okay. And it's that scares me also. Unless they send me a free one, they figure out I'm talking about them. <laughs> now, what the, people lose their mind over these Tempur Pedics. I don't know about that. That's um, like too much like a futon. I think I slept on I slept on one once or a Tempur Pedic. It's nothing house. like a futon. It just has a toughness. It, I like a nice springy. Oh, there's no spring to it. Yeah. There's no spring to it. it. It has a it has a resilience to it, but there's no spring. Like if you're people go crazy over you know, those. It's not a good bouncing bed. I think I think there's people who have jokes about how it's hard to do it on a Tempur Pedic because there's no uh, there's no pushback. Right. You just it just kind of it just kind of it, it curves to whatever pressure you're applying to it. So I thought they were very. My girlfriend had Tempur Pedic when she lived in L.A. and I loved it. Yeah, very comfortable. Why didn't you get one? For... I don't know. You didn't, you didn't um, want to throw down the cash. They're they're, they're quite pricey. I think they're ten thousand or eight thousand, oh, five thousand. I just looked in a bed. I was in San Francisco, and I went. To, I forgot the name of this bed company. I just walked by this place, something with a D, and I walked in there, and I was like, I know what I'm going to get into here, but I'm just happened to be walking by. And she's like, I think the what are these beds? They started off five thousand. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, <laughs> which I guess. Spent, considering how much time, I just didn't know why this was a five thousand dollar mattress right. as opposed it's, it's to like organic the twenty three hundred one that I could right. get at Macy's or whatever. Well, the, 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 they say beds are incredibly. I think they're really like, like bad for the environment. Yeah, I think so. I think they. Well, if you like throw them in the field or something, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, what they it give is. off gases and stuff, right? Something. They're not. They're not that environmentally friendly. You know what the weird thing about a bed? Supposedly, they say <laughs> the be- it's so disgusting. The bed after like the the general lifespan is like ten years or so, and it increases by weight dramatically. 
what over that time period, your bed gets heavier and heavier year after year. Because of all this dried skin on it? Yes. How much? Apparently a lot. I don't know. I don't don't quote me the numbers. Even if it was a pound of dry no, skin. No, no, I think it's like half the weight of the mattress. I was reading some mattress review and sent this one was like, it's easy. You just, you know, you just vacuum the top of the bed once a week. It's like, I'm not vacuuming <laughs> the top of my bed once a week. Oh my God. Yeah. Such I need someone to take care of me. You do. I need uh, would your girlfriend just do all my would she like sort of get my act together? You know, there's I mean, I could, I could, I could talk to her about you know working out a deal. I think she's she can organize this place a little she, bit. She she's a good organizer, but I feel like she accepts me too much. You know, like I feel like I need a kick in the pants. Yeah, I feel like a piece of poop. A lot of days I'm like preoccupied with like just how much I have not done with my life that day, and she comes home, she just accepts me as I am. Ugh, God, it's too supportive. Yeah, you got to get rid of her tonight. I got to change. As soon as we're done here. <laughs> as soon as we talk another 20 minutes about mattresses, you go all her up and you tell her the bad news. Did you, um, so you started in San Francisco. Yeah. Then you moved to LA, but you didn't like it. How often are you on the road? Um, it varies. This last month has been busier. I was um, two, three weeks out of the out of the month was on the road. Really? Yeah, but this there was, there was a busy month. I haven't been as busy as I would like to be. Where'd but, you go? Um, I was in Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, I'm going. Dead Crow. Is that, how Comedy is that? Room. It's great. It's good? Yeah, yeah, it's a good dude. I mean, that guy. Yeah, I've worked for runs him before. He was He's a nice comic, guy. too. Yeah. Him, yeah. yeah. Did so, you go to, you got to go to the Snake Museum. I went to the Serpentarium. Oh, oh my God. Dude. That's great. Oh, my. Did you go during the feeding? I did. Did you? What that's did you what see? I loved. Oh, that was like one of those things. Like, wow, I really found something cool to do yes. on the road. I wanted to go back after I left the city. I was like, those that snakes, was really like cool. the guy would take out like a super deadly snake oh that my God. looked like it weighed like four hundred pounds. Yeah, and just like feed it. And, oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, I saw that. He did the the, the python, the huge reticulated python, and then he fed a couple of the incredible, like the world's poisonous ones. They're so creepy, and they're amazingly beautiful. Yeah, they are. And they're so deadly. I mean, just that 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 paradox. Yeah, the paradox of beauty and like amazing, just incredible death ability. Yeah, it's, I possess those. It's <laughs> I'm a beautiful, deadly, deadly young man. You are, Todd. Yeah, so you went to Wilmington. I did. And oh, hold on, let's go back to the serpent. I'm oh, so yeah, excited yeah. about it. Yeah, I told Ron Funches about this. I, did he go? I go oh, he uh, was there. I remember I texted him, or I I direct message and I go I see you're going to Wilmington there's a there's a um, snake museum yeah and he wrote back I'm listening yeah (laughs) I don't think he ended up going to it but I knew I've met people don't even know it's there like how do you not know it's 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 an incredible thing like you would never have guessed you know Wilmington Cape Fear River this incredible collection of I think it's like the largest collection of poisonous snakes in America that's what I kind of like about thinking about being a road comic it was just like wow i'm just like i'm doing a show at night and like by myself in a snake museum the next day yeah that's what i was doing too that's kind of cool that is cool i have a video of when he fed the python i may have taken a video too actually it's just incredible how they eat they don't there's not it's not a peaceful way they strike even if the food is be fed to them. They, they don't die. Their instinct is to yeah. They they strike, and so I have a video of the, when the when the python 
he he fed it a huge, huge dead rabbit. So all all the food is dead, but the animals would only eat live food. So he has to like keep. He has to create. He has to make the. He has to trick the snakes into thinking it's a, it's a live animal. Does he have do a dead rat? Uh, so you don't have to see a live animal being kind of. I think it's supposed to be more humane, probably more controlled environment. It if seems one, less, one of them is dead. Yeah. yeah. So he would pull it out. He pulled. He would pull rats, or in this case, it was a huge rabbit, out of a big hot bucket of water to create the sense of you know thermal heat coming off the the, the body, the carcass, and then this 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 snake, this python, attacked. And so what they do is they, they they wrap their body around their prey. So as as it was trying to get the body around this huge rabbit, it spilled out of the case. It spilled out of them. It spilled this huge four hundred pound snake fell out of the exhibit onto the floor where everyone else is standing. Oh shit! It's my 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 clip is fifteen seconds long. You see this whole thing happen. The snake takes like a couple of seconds. The whole thing trickles and spills onto the floor, and then there's all these little girls crying. Oh, is that my phone? <laughs> that was kind of timed perfectly for your story. Kind of. So you got that on tape? Did you upload? You should upload it. I have it on tape. I bet that's what, I that sounds like a viral video. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I'll show it to that you. Sounds like, that sounds like a, that could be like a five million hit viral. Maybe. I, I got a little shaky when the thing spilled out of the cage. Yeah, I was wondering, like, is it like, is this truly dangerous that this dude is taking... Telling you how deadly the snake is, and then taking out right. They must have some precautions. There. Well, there's there's some precautions, but I feel like in most environments like that, you're not going to be that close to a deadly snake without any enclosures. Yeah. Like he put he put a, a little little fences around him while he was feeding him, but I don't I don't, I don't think that's that you know <laughs> yeah. If something went wrong, I'm I think sure the, the snake could the get out. Eighty foot python's like, oh man, that little. That foldable fence he just put up. <laughs> that thing you see on a miniature golf course. I wonder if I can. That might be too much for me. Yeah. Where else besides Wilmington? I was in San Francisco last week. Where? Punchline. Headlining? Yes. Really? Yes. Got my first bonus. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, bonus. We, is, is it tacky to talk about that? Yeah, it's tacky, but you brought Sorry. it up. Sorry. Yeah, bonus is I was nice. excited. Yeah. I never had one before. It was, it was a complete accident. Well, it's my home kind of town in terms of comedy yeah but what happened was um this this other comedian this korean canadian comedian was visiting uh for a business conference for a big thing called salesforce it's like a huge san francisco company anyways he decided he asked me for a guest set i said sure and he happened to bring he he said it wasn't on purpose but some his co-workers got wind of it they showed up in droves they like packed out a a Thursday night show, and I think that put me over. Uh, were they good for you? They were fine for me. They weren't. They weren't just like there to see their friend. And oh, they were there just to see their friend, but they were fine. I mean, the show went well. But when he got on stage, there was like this huge uproar on from one corner of the room, and it, it, it created a weird tension. But then the feature went up there, and she was like, "You guys need to give me the same love, you know. Otherwise, no, I'm gonna good. kick your asses." And I've so, seen that happen before, where a guy brings like to a bringer show, yeah, where he brings like a hundred coworkers and they cheer him like he's a god, and then he starts his shitty act, yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Wow, we can't suddenly uh, give it up for you as much as we were." Yeah, it's hard to pretend. I'm not for saying them. your friend's shitty though. Well, I, he did fine. I don't really know. I, he's, you know, I just met him that. Why don't you let him do the guest set? Because he was, uh, he asked nicely. And I, I watched his stuff, and it was pretty funny. It was oh, it's not even story. somebody you knew? No. 
Oh my god. Is that weird? Am I No, do whatever generous? you want. Do whatever you want. I got it. I mean it helped me, I think. It did, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, extra, I mean, you know. I won't mention, but I can guess how much you got. I should I should uh I should just do that every time. Every city I go to. Just I'll, I'll give one guess that to the person who could bring the most people. Just find a, like a yeah, an ad exec who's got four minutes yeah. of comedy <laughs> and hundred and fifty friends. So San Francisco, where else? Um that was it. And then I came back this week. Uh, I was supposed to go to Virginia for a random like one nighter, but snowed out weather. Snowed out? Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't go. So I'm just in town until I think mid March. Going to where am I going? I'm doing the Mohegan Sun. Oh, really? The, the casino in Connecticut. With. Do they, they don't have a comedy club there anymore, do they? Uh, they they do a comedy show at the little cabaret theater up there every every month uh, or so. So I'm doing that next week. Do you like um, casinos? I don't, but I heard this one is a different gig where they 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 have they promote it to comedy goers. Really? I heard. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been been there. It's not. Um, it's it's nice as casinos go. I mean, it's still a casino, it? but it's clean and it's not. Right. It's, it's still smoky though. I think there's smoking and non-smoking. Okay. And Do then, you gamble? I don't really gamble. See, I, see, I mean, I, I have. I've lost. What about when you're in your manic phase? <laughs> no, I, I don't really gamble that much anymore. I used to play blackjack every now and then oh, and like lose blackjack. a couple hundred bucks. Uh, you do? You play? I do. I still don't know how to play blackjack. But I, I, black is jack is, blackjack is something <laughs> that's so easy to just walk up and go, I don't know how to play, and everyone will tell you what to do. Right. No right. one gets mad if you say, I don't know how to play. Yeah. If you yeah, don't know how yeah. to play and play without asking for advice, then they get Then mad. you're in trouble. Because right. the psychos are think that you stole their good cards. Like, yeah. Hey, it's gambling. You shouldn't have walked up to the table. You're, <laughs> you're gambling, gambling at, on you. You're gambling, gambling on, on the you. person next to you doing what you want them to do as well. Well, you lost this one as well in two different ways. <laughs> it's too gam- it's too, it's so much it's so much gambling going on in one game. Yeah. Um. But it is fun. It's I can fun. see how someone gets addicted to that. Yeah. I just went to, um, you know, a lo- it was a Lunar New Year or Chinese New Year. Uh-huh. So my friend had a big gathering and, uh, you know, we just eat like crazy. It's like a Super Bowl party, just a bunch of food. And then a little bit of gambling because we're Asian degenerates. You know, Asian people are at the casinos a lot. Yeah. It tends to be Chinese and Vietnamese, I think. But uh, there's a thing. There's a streak of gambling in a lot of Asian cultures. You're not. You weren't born in in Taiwan. I was born in Taiwan. You were. Yes. How long did you live there? How am I? How are we not talking? I about barely lived there. Oh. But I visit there every year or so. What's I it go, like? It's amazing. It's a great, beautiful little island. It's a big city. Taipei is a huge city. There's mountains and, and ocean right there. It's and- dramatically beautiful. Isn't the tallest building in the world there or one It of used them? to be. Oh, that the changes every three days, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it, just a big office building? I guess so. There's a food court and a bunch of offices. But <laughs> every, every... I like the... Yeah, they found room for a food court in the 600-floor <laughs> bill. They found room for a food court. Yeah. Every tall building, I think, has a food court in Asia. Yeah, every, one, every, t- every tall building in Cleveland has a food court. Yeah, it's... Well, have you been to the food court in, in Asia, though? I've it's, never been to it's, Asia. It's a, it's a different experience. I bet it's amazing. It's not like Arby's and right. Chipotle. It's like real food. Like it's real... like a bunch of awesome oh, selects. It's, it's, it's yeah. I want to go to. Oh. You can experience something like that similar here, in in Flushing. If you go to Flushing, there's yeah. like food, there's incredible food courts that that feel like they're like here in Singapore. Keep, it's one of those things I keep going. Oh, I got it. Why don't I just go to Flushing? Yeah. 
Bourdain's opening a big food hall. A food hall? Yeah, Anthony Bourdain. I didn't know that. Yeah. He follows me on Twitter, so hopefully he'll... Once it opens... Right, right. I will be direct messaging for... Yeah. So let, let me know. VIP line. Please. I want to go. So what's... Uh, when's the last time you were in Taiwan? October? I did a... I, 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 last year, I did a little tour through Asia. Really? I did... A couple of cities. I did Shanghai, Beijing, Kuala Lumpur, and Malaysia. Holy and then I went shit. to Taiwan just for fun to see my family. Had you been... Where do your parents... Your parents live in Houston, though, right? They're in Houston. But I have my, my grandmother and like uncles and aunts in Taiwan still. Had you been to Malaysia before? Once before, the year before, yeah. Doing comedy? Yes. So you've done comedy in Malaysia twice. I have. Holy shit. It's, uh, it's interesting. They speak English very well. But the cultures are different. But they're all they're all you know kind of Asian looking people. There's a mix, Malaysia's mixed with Malay Malays people, Malay people, Singaporeans, Chinese people, and uh, Indians. And the funny thing is that uh, the comedy scene is like eight years old there, about roughly. So you see these comics, um, and the the comedy the humor tends to be kind of slapstick a little bit race, a lot of a lot of race based because they have an interesting mix of races there. yeah and so you hear the same stereotypes that we have in America that we apply to Asians black white Latinos they apply the same stereotypes to the, their different groups uh-huh. but it's the same stereotypes <laughs> well endowed or like rich or Doesn't thuggy tip. or lazy don't tip. you know we have they have the same things but completely different assignments wow that's funny it's weird. It is funny. So it was Kuala Lumpur, uh, Shanghai, or was it Beijing? Kuala Lumpur is in, in Malaysia. No, I know that. I'm what asking you the other cities, Hugh. Oh, then I did Shanghai. I know Kuala Lumpur is not in China. <laughs> this Thank was you. Get a little That's, weird. That was like a gotcha thing you just did there. Like, actually, uh, Kuala Yeah, I know where it is. I was asking about the other cities you were going to. So, so I did Shanghai, yeah. too. What's that? Oh, my God. Shanghai was beautiful. Had you been there before? No. My first time in China, and they say Shanghai's course, it's sort of like a San Francisco because it's it's by a wa- it's by water and it's pretty um, moderate temperatures. Oh man! Um, and it's pretty like you know it's a huge modern city. It's got deep old history, historical roots. But um, when I tons of expats, so when I did comedy in Shanghai, it was it was a lot more comfortable, easier in a way than 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 uh in malaysia because shanghai was all expats so i was i didn't it felt like i was doing a show right in, in new, new jersey York. except yeah you were in shanghai basically but malaysia was different malaysia was like locals did you um get your frequent flyer miles i did okay good i did i still not I'm, but you I, would have I, gotten a scolding from me if you did you're oh, what I, I see i'm divided you know now there's like three airlines oh yeah here there's we american I, I love talking about this shit oh man american is bad american no i talk i'm known for talking about oh okay this. it's been a few episodes since i've gotten into this so yeah so american it's american and u.s now uh-huh. they're one yeah united is the other one and then delta right right everyone else is uh partners with they're all they under various partners now. yeah so I I I I I'm not I'm not like I was the, I used to be united all the way. But that flight now, to Thai, Taiwan would probably got you enough for a free flight. I think it got enough. you. It got me very yeah, close. Pretty, pretty close. What airline did you fly? Delta. Coach. Yeah. What's it like flying coach that far? It's fine. I've been lucky enough to not have to do that. Oh oh oh. Although I've never been to Asia. Um, it's fine. It's just like 
I think when you take those big planes across the ocean like feel, that, yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel that bad. It's not like, you know. It still sucks. So. It still sucks, but they treat you well. You get free drinks, and you get all those movies, and yeah. How long is that flight? Probably like 13 hours. And you fly? 11 to 13 fly hours. To, where do you fly first? I think, I, well, this last trip, I, I flew into Detroit, and then Detroit is straight to Shanghai. So it's, Detroit to Shanghai was probably like, I think 12 hours. And then Shanghai to Taiwan. Then Shanghai, I went to Beijing first, oh, and then man. Malaysia, then Taiwan, then back home. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. It's a good trip. Did last you know- time I went to Australia too, though. Oh, I like Australia. Yeah. Did you do comedy there? Yeah, last what? time. The festival? No. Um, I just did the comedy store, a few sets there. They paid, They they. I don't know, I did a few shows. They paid for me to get out there. They paid for my shows. Like. They, they treat. They pay it's the way you're well. supposed. It's the way it's supposed to be. It's the way it's supposed to be. You know. They took money at the door. They're supposed to give you part of they it. They share some. It was nice. That's cool. Yeah. Now everyone listening is like, oh man, we just give this guy fifteen dollars and he'll fucking fly <laughs> anywhere. Well, Shang, I think we're gonna. Um, I think we're gonna wrap this up, man. I mean, I think we've exhausted the topics I wanted to cover: mattresses. Uh, kale, kale, blood pressure, blood pressure. Points, got them all right. Is there anything you points. want to plug? Um, I'm trying to. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be on the internet more. Yeah. So maybe we should plug some internet. Sure. Just I'm on um, my website is shengwangtime.com. S H E N G W A N G T I M E dot com. And then my Twitter, Facebook is all over there. But I'm trying to tweet more regularly. How often do you tweet? A few times a day. Okay, I'm trying to do at Some least... would argue it's more than a few times a day. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to do once a day at least. Yeah. At least. You, I bet you come up with... You got good jokes. I got decent jokes. You got but... decent jokes. I'm yeah. sorry. And uh, <laughs> you correct me. I appreciate that. And uh, so you got all that. And you yeah. got your upcoming shows, which you already mentioned. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to Mohegan Sun um, next Saturday. Before that, I'm doing some Uncle Vinny's. Oh, in, in New Jersey? Jersey? Yeah. Have you done that? No, I haven't. So I'm doing that, and then I'll be at the Grand Rapids Comedy Festival. Oh, that's fun. The week after that. That's fun. Yeah. You've been there? I've, I've been to Grand Rapids. Okay. Some good coffee shops there. Oh, you don't drink coffee. You know, I might, who knows? I might go crazy once I get to Grand Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> People tend to, that's generally what happens. <laughs> thanks for being here, man. Thank you, Todd. And thanks to you all for listening, and I'll see you in approximately one week. Goodbye. Goodbye. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.